This week, Iron Banner's returning. We're getting a reveal stream for the Cosmodrome Winter Tour. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Show. What up, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon, and welcome to Destiny the Show, the news podcast that keeps you ahead of the game in the world of Destiny. Joining me, as always, is my great co host, Diddy. What was your week like, dude? It was a uh, busy, busy, you know, did a lot of work, gotten a lot of projects scheduled out for the next couple of weeks or so, but uh, it's going to be good because I got a little bit of destiny in and that was uh, that was a lot of fun. What type of destiny? <laughs> uh, did some strikes. Um, I did a nightfall. Didn't get anything worth mentioning. Oh, um, cool. And I've been I've been rocking the first curse in the crucible. It's uh, taking some getting used to. You're hand cannoning again. I know it. I can sense this. Over the last few weeks, you've been like, oh, I'm messing with that AS Luna. And boom, you're right back on the hand cannon addiction, Diddy. I am. I'm fully prepared to use First Curse, Ace of Spades, whatever, in the next raid for Rise of Iron. I might get a new exotic hand cannon or a new hand cannon that I really like with a new expansion. But as of right now, it's going to be one of those two because those exotic perks are, are pretty decent in PvE. Do you think we're going to see one more large-scale weapon tuning happening before Rise of Iron? Like, a real big sweep across the way that we had it, you know, a few times in the last six months? No, I don't think so. I think the the weapon balance right now is actually pretty good um, compared to last year at this point. <laughs> Thor apocalypse, um, baby. Yeah, last year it was necessary. This year, I don't think it's necessary. If we see one, it'd be interesting to see what they do, but I don't think uh, I don't think one's in the pipeline. You know what I want to see? Super slow rate of fire, pulse rifles getting just a little bit of a kick, and maybe like the Red Death archetype as well. Just a little little bump up there. I loved that messenger. You know I loved it. Yeah. I actually I watched through a couple of my old uh, montages or cliptages, whatever uh, videos the, today and I was like, oh man, I got a two shot kill with that messenger. Oh, I know. Those were the days. Dead. <laughs> Dead. And people were really angry about Thorn too. I look back at the messenger stuff and people are like, what gun is that? And I'm like, an adept messenger, bro. You wouldn't know. It was from last year. So this week I played some Destiny, and I've been continuing the Overwatch addiction. I think it's very safe in the Destiny community to say, yeah, I've been playing Overwatch, because a lot of my Destiny buddies are also playing Overwatch, which makes it a good way to cope with the content drought, which, my goodness, Diddy, it's been brutal. I'm sweating up a storm with this heat. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you cannot jump in a match of Crucible and have a great time. Uh, it's it's very rare that that's going to happen in these I think if days. you have that group of guys, if you got a group or gals yeah, of yeah. You know, your buddies and you're going in together, but if you solo queue, man, the only place I'm having fun solo queue is Rumble. That's it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's mainly what I've been doing recently, uh, just solo queue and Crucible, and um, it's not the best, but I'm still enjoying it for the most part. Yeah, and I also was intrigued to hear a lot of the Bungie forum posts were saying that that control 
test was only for an afternoon. And we're referring to a story that ran last week where they reduced the amount of skill-based matchmaking prioritization in the control playlist for a specific test to try and increase better connection games, faster matchmaking times. That only lasted for one afternoon that Saturday, Diddy, and then it reverted back to the normal default settings, which I thought was a little bit like, no. I kept playing control hoping I was getting the new settings, but it didn't feel like it at all. So I was like, maybe <laughs> they didn't work, but as it turns out, it just wasn't live for longer than that afternoon. I thought I'd point that out here. So my DTS shirt arrived. Shout outs to people who've tweeted us uh, about their DTS merchandise. Thanks to you guys who've purchased the shirt or a mug or whatever it is. Both Diddy and I really appreciate it. It's freaking surreal and awesome and weird when we see you guys like, yo, rocking the DTS shirt. We're like, that is so cool. I will say this though, Diddy. When my shirt arrived, it's comfortable material, but it smelled really weird. It smelled like the stuff they paint the shirt with like whatever they put the logo on it with so i washed it and we're fine it's comfortable material but be forewarned when you get your shirt in the next few days it smells weird yeah it's going to come with that stank was it wrapped in a, a plastic mm-hmm. yeah it was it wrapped was. in okay so that's yeah. that's why so it's got that Held paint, it new paint smell and then it's mm-hmm. still wrapped in it it's just wound tight in there i haven't gotten mine yet it's it's coming it's shipped so i'm gonna get mine pretty soon I desperately wanted a mug. I told you long ago, probably like a year, <laughs> if we ever did merchandise, I want a mug. I'm pretty pleased with the mug. I'm pretty pleased with it. It's nice. It's going to be sitting on my desk very soon. Well, today we've got the weekly update. We've got Twitch showing this Wednesday over at Bungie. They're going to be walking us through the Cosmodrome, a winter tour. We've also got an amazing parody video from Mashed where they, you know, worked with Patrick Casey from Planet Destiny and created one of the best parody poking fun videos just jabbing at content drought. We also have a bunch of different Reddit posts to talk about some cool topics and ideas and it came from Twitter and a small topic to wrap things up. So let's go to the news. As is tradition, we're starting with the weekly updates. And this weekly update brought with it the announcement, Diddy, of what? Reveal stream for Rise of Iron Man. Cosmodrome Winter Tour, Wednesday, July 20th, 10 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, twitch.tv slash Bungie. How big is it going to be? So I'm going to quote Deej here. This will not be an incursion into the Plague Lands. That's for later. Before you, your adventures into new territories begin, you're invited to join us for an exploration of how the world you know has changed with the passage of time. Okay, so can you roll the clocks back and kind of explain how the new zone is going to work, the new patrol zone that has the revamped Cosmodrome, and how the old Cosmodrome is still going to exist as a patrol node? Right, so the Plague Lands is the new patrol area. It's an extra area on earth that you can go you patrol and explore if you load into the plague lands you can still walk back to the cosmodrome that's going to be the new cosmodrome so it's going to be snowy higher level enemies different patrols stuff like that that's what you can expect in that area if you load into the normal level four i think it is patrol mm-hmm. on earth it's going to be the Cosmodrome patrol area that we all know and love at this point. You can see those level three, level two enemies, whatever, and you're going to have just the regular normal Cosmodrome. I don't know if we can walk into the Plaguelands from that level four Cosmodrome. I don't think we will. I don't think so, no. Um, but we can go into the Plaguelands and then venture into the new 
an improved Cosmodrome with the higher level enemies. Exactly. I think this is sort of going to be a... Well, I'll just be blunt. I think it's going to be disappointing. We're all really waiting and want to see the giant <laughs> specifics of Rise of Iron. We've been dying from content drought. April update, we loved it. It was great. But oh my gosh, that feels like four and a half years ago. And you can just tell in the post, it's like, now, now, relax. We're not going to go into the Plaguelands. We're going to show that off in a future stream. But I could be wrong, man. What do you think? So I'm anticipating the quality of life changes and the new things or the improved things that current gen only Destiny is going to bring to the table. I think mm. that's what we're going to ex expect to see in this stream because they say, uh, join us for an exploration of how the world you know has changed with the passage of time. They've been working on this for eight or so months right now. Current gen Destiny is going to bring a lot of improvements and changes to how we experience destiny. I think that's what we're gonna see here. Improved vault space, improved load times, improved visual fidelity. Yep. I don't know, visual fidelity, stuff like that. I'm gonna Particle that. effects. We've been mm -hmm. told that Particle there are going to be see more lighting. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> I wonder if this is gonna be like the bombshell. If you can queue up with six people in this patrol zone, I bet you that's gonna be a thing. Because this seems like a great opportunity for them to go, hey, we know you can do it because you did it with the Vault of Glass exploit on Venus by bringing full six people into a patrol zone to farm the treasure keys. Why not just let us have six people go into the Plaguelands together, have a patrol activity specifically geared for six-man fire teams? Yeah, exactly. And if we think about that in, in that sense, it's going to be... The patrol modes, their areas, they are specifically designed to add people into the experience or into the incursion. You know, when when that um, public event, that's what they're called, when those drop in, you see more guardians join in. I think with this and the continuation with current gen only, we're going to see improved patrol just like that. Well, do you think it's going to be like that E3 2013 trailer where you had three Guardians show up for that Fallen Walker mid-fight and then more Guardians showed up mid-fight, having this large-scale battle with an actual difficult boss that required quite a few Guardians to take down, whereas our public events have just sort of been a shell of that. They've imitated the emotional responses we got for when you saw that E3 trailer, but they've never actually lived up to what that was, you know? Yeah, like I said, I think we're going to see an improved patrol experience with that and with this new Plaguelands edition and the revamped Cosmodrome that we can access through the Plaguelands, I think we're definitely going to see some uh, more social experiences in the patrol areas. I think that content drought, yes, while it hurts, these streams are going to get monstrous views. I'm just calling it right now. I think 100,000 are going to tune in for this stream. At Maybe least, even yeah. 150K concurrent. Like, people just love to tune in and see what's know. going on. They want to We want to know. <laughs> Come on. So Iron Banner is coming back this week. You'll have to rip yourself away from the Crucible to do so. It's starting Tuesday, July 19th, and it ends Tuesday, July 26th. We're bringing it back to control. Diddy, do you think they're going to use the test settings that they were trying in the control playlist this last week or so. just standard? Yeah, I would hope so because then why would you do the test? You know, because it was really quick. It was just for that one afternoon, like we said earlier. I really think, I really hope that it's going to be some type of improvement in the connection and the quality of matchmaking. They are going to be doing the arms and the legs for all of nice. the classes. 
I have an interesting question. Should there be set bonuses in Destiny? Like, what if you collected the full Iron Banner set and you put that on? Is there some sort of, like, maybe plus one agility bonus or something that you could add to having a full set? I wouldn't do player stats like that. I would do maybe just increased Iron Banner reputation. I think that would be the safest way to do it. I like Like, that. It's like a, I don't know, like a... 1% or 2% additional modifier when you have that full set for that Iron Banner. Um, And I I remember talking about this really long time ago on the show, Uh, the raid sets having additional effects in PvE in the raid once you have that full uh, set of armor, or raid armor. Uh, I think that would also be pretty cool. Okay. Well, that's a good idea. Nerwin's Mercy is the pulse rifle that you can earn. Finally. Finally. Do you not have one? I do not. No. Oh. I wish I could give you one of my five. I made a weapon review of that like a while back. <laughs> People freaked out because I didn't bend over backwards saying it was the most amazing thing since Swiss cheese. It's a really good gun with the right rolls, okay? Are you happy? There. Yeah, I wasn't blown away because I had a 55A All Fate from uh, the last expansion, mm-hmm. House of Wolves, I think it was, when I could re-roll that one. Uh, and I got some pretty good rolls on that. So I had experienced that archetype of pulse rifle in its prime. So I wasn't uh, too pumped about Nerwin's Mercy. But now I am because I don't have one. Mm, well, this is your chance, bro. I'll play with you. I'll help you get one of those. We'll Let's try and get it. you a nice roll. They've been giving DTS great Discord. vendor rolls so far. DTS Discord this week, you guys. Speaking of which, where <laughs> can you play with the Destiny the Show community? Over on Discord.me slash Destiny the Show. We're a chat channel. We talk about Destiny back and forth. We've been playing PvP and a little bit of Raid. It's kind of mellowed out the last week or two, but I know it's going to pick back mm-hmm. up as Rise of Iron gets closer. So, moving along. Yeah, and I think we should say, if you can't access the Discord, just keep trying. Discord has been doing tons of updates, so sometimes their servers don't actually connect you. So, just keep trying. You'll get there eventually. It's our favorite tweet in the world. Hey, I can't get into your Discord. (laughs) And we type the link in, and it goes just fine. We try four browsers, and it works just fine. Just refresh. Just try again. It'll work. MASH put out a video this week on their channel. It was a Destiny cartoon animation. They referenced or worked with Patrick Casey from Planet Destiny. The title of the video, Destiny, the Taken King, Crucible Rage. This was the funniest thing I've seen in so long. It's a little new skit that talks about (laughs) the content drought we're experiencing in Destiny. And then it goes and interviews Guardians who've been playing Crucible and just hearing their dejected, awful, twisted, tumultuous opinions of their crucible matches and i won't spoil some of the lines but a few of them in there the warlock in particular diddy i was like on the floor dying of laughter (laughs) and my favorite bit like the opening news line the caster's like today in the news no news and it's like oh that's been dts (laughs) 70 through 100 yeah, exactly. It's it's so funny. It's sadly accurate and it's very it's very good. You have to watch it. Go do it right now. They poked fun, we laughed, and then it's that sort of a uh, that uncomfortable laugh where you look off into the distance and go, "Yeah. I don't like how you guys handled year 2. I don't. <laughs> I just don't. And a lot of people don't really like it." Uh, but watch the video huge recommendation 
Bring back the nightfall flames. On weeks without news, we go trolling through the reddits looking for interesting posts and discussion ideas. This one is from Visual Reversal, and he wants to bring the blue flames back. If somebody didn't play in year one, Diddy, what are the blue flames? So when you completed the nightfall activity, uh, you gained increased reputation on all your stuff for the week, and you got a visual uh, flaming helmet um, just as you are uh, on your guardian everywhere mm-hmm. in the tower during strikes during raids whatever it was there and it was really awesome yep if you guys are familiar with the halo 3 uh, flaming helmet as well as the flaming helmets in reach this was the same thing I loved it I thought it was great it went away with year two uh, I don't remember the reasoning probably the same reasoning they took away the nightfall reputation buff thing by completing it i think it was like we didn't want people paraphrasing luke smith here we didn't want people feeling like they had to rush every reset to get the nightfall done first thing i do remember that that's accurate right Mm -hmm. dude yeah when they updated the nightfall they removed the flaming helmets which was a very sad realization for year two yeah yeah so anyway visual reversal in this post wants to bring back not only the blue flames for the nightfall but he suggests black flames for completing the latest raid gold flames for up-to-date grimoire and red flames for flawless i don't think that there should be flames for the raid or grimoire i like the idea of a visual representation of flawless same thing a visual representation for those other two you know the raid and grimoire Keep the flaming helmet for the nightfall, but what if your class item glowed red if you've been to the lighthouse that week, you know? Yeah, some other type of visual, uh, not reference, just It's a show-off thing. Just something on your It's a show-off thing. Yeah, it's just something to show off that you've done a piece of endgame content. I agree with you. I think I think he just kind of threw the raid in there because flawless is a super easy thing um, to... Um, to add something onto it, not to not to do because it's actually kind of difficult, um, but just because it's another piece of endgame content. Uh, Challenge of Elders would be another really easy one, um, just more accessible for more players. But I do think the Blue Flames for the Nightfall should come back because it's it's a really nice visual representation of a piece of endgame content that you've accomplished for the week. And you can see on your friends like, oh, you've already done it on that character, so you don't have to be the dork who asks them. Yeah, exactly. You can tell, oh, hey, we don't need to run the Nightfall anymore, so let's go do something else. <laughs> what if it is more achievement-based? He brings up the idea of a maxed Grimoire reward. What about that? Like, you're more into the Grimoire than I am. That actually seems like a really cool idea. In-game achievements are best represented by the Grimoire cards. Why not yeah, have so- tiered rewards for that? Yeah, so I haven't been much into the Grimoire in year two, um, but I re- I grinded it really hard in year one, and it's actually quite difficult to get max Grimoire. It takes a lot of time because you have to get all the weapon kills, all the subclass or all the the class kills, all those things, as well as finding all the exotic weapons and all the ghosts and calcified fragments and all that kind of stuff. So it is quite difficult to get max Grimoire, but. Um, I think it would be really cool if there was some type of in-game visual visualization that you've completed Max Grimoire because that's how you would know, dang, this dude or gal has, dude or dudette, has totally put the time in to do that, and he's played a ton of Destiny. 
Okay, in this dream world where we're moving into current gen consoles only, companion pets are not a far-fetched thing. We've seen them in the concept dart. They were teased with Rise of Iron, even though it was shut down in a previous E3 interview. No, you're not going to have a wolf pet in Rise of Iron. Don't blame me. Blame Merc. But what if you had a companion pet as a reward? sometime down the road in current gen destiny and the different pets could represent different levels of grimoire or different levels of achievement in the raid or different <laughs> levels of achievement in pvp you know just like uh, evolving your pokemon after you've reached the the next tier of grimoire <laughs> i'm saying like if you are a top pvp who's made it to the lighthouse every week of season one blah 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 you've got this awesome tiger pet or you've got 100 percent grimoire completion for Rise of Iron, Year 3, whatever, you have an awesome flying thingy. I don't know. Yeah. There's probably listeners going right now, I don't want this crap, you're stupid BBK. <laughs> I think that would be really cool. Other rewards? Sparrows, maybe? Uh, sparrows, I would say shaders. Yeah, you emblems. don't sound very excited about the shader uh, thing. I mean, Way to really... <laughs> Nice shaders and face. emblems would be the easiest ones to do, and that's probably what they would end up doing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, oh man, it's really hard. Maybe like a ship. I don't know. It's difficult to think of something cooler than a ship shader or emblem That's that would be easy to do, you know? Mm. Yeah, okay. And you see it in more places than you actually see the Sparrow. Because let's let's be real. Other than running strikes or hanging out with you guys at a patrol, which, like, we never do. I'm not going to see Weapon your Sparrow. Skin. Weapon skin. <sighs> They're saving that for Eververse, dude. <laughs> it ain't going to be an in-game reward. You're going to be paying 200 silver for that. <laughs> Chroma was the test. Next, they just push the ball a little bit further. All right, let's move on to the next Reddit post that I liked. The Beagle, titled, Instead of Punishing Crucible Quitters, I should say this post is by The Beagle. Instead of Punishing Crucible Quitters, let's refund the game mode instead. So there's a lot of posts this week on Reddit about punishing Crucible Quitters because it's becoming more and more common that you load into a game, you're losing, goodbye three people, you lose that match, not very fun. But this post is saying, instead of punishing people who quit with a cooldown timer after leaving early, he wants to sort of dissect why Crucible is creating an environment where people want to leave matches. So I'll read his bullet points here. The population of Crucible has diminished. Full teams queue and solo players can get matched against them, resulting in the inevitable pub stomp within the first two minutes, enough to make anybody want to quit. Again, with population decreasing, we have more red bars running rampant, and those red bars controlling the leaderboard. Teleporting people are not fun to play against. Bounties that require wins over participation. This is a no-brainer, he says. If you've been trying for a bounty that requires a win, or X amount of wins, and you see you've been teamed up with a group of... Well, I'm not going to say what he says, but quitting (laughs) becomes attractive. So... He points out here at the end that players choose to actually spend the two minutes going to orbit and the three minutes to actually find another game and then the two minutes to load into that game instead of just spending the four minutes losing that match. He wants to figure out how you can combat this and I want to really take this idea and push it forward. How can you incentivize people to not quit out early? And I think you bring in a medallion system similar to Iron Banner. 
Yeah, I think that would make a lot of sense. It would introduce a, a sense of, oh, okay, I'll eventually win. You know, it, even if I'm losing all the time, that one win's going to gain me something back from all those losses. The medallion system would be would be perfect. Or what if it like you complete five matches, you're guaranteed X level of Engram. Because I'll bring Halo uh, 5 into the discussion here. I, I mean, and this is maybe something that only happens later in the game's life cycle or an expansion's life cycle. When I sit down to play Halo 5, I know how many games it takes to earn me 5,000 rec points so I can open my silver pack and feel like I've gotten a reward. Even if it's just crap in that silver pack, I have a guaranteed route of I'm going to get about X amount of RP for every game I play. Whereas with Destiny, you roll the dice, roll the dice. Maybe I'll get something good. It's probably going to be the guy at the bottom who went super negative who's going to get an exotic with super lovely stats. Yeah, I don't know the reasoning behind giving no rewards at the end of the Crucible match. Um, outside but, of rep, outside of rep. Yeah, outside of rep. Just like an engram for completing two or three matches in a row. I think that would be good oh, incentivization for... I like that. Yeah. Just like the strike playlist. When you stay in there, there's that increased chance of getting engrams. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, it's just the continuous, you know, just staying in the matchmaking playlist. It just ramps up the potential for you to get that higher level reward. I think that's just a really great idea. It um, it gives me incentive to continue on, even though I lost, because there's still that system in place where if it's just a total stomp, they're going to separate the players. That's good. That's already in place. Mm-hmm. So it keeps me in the playlist. I think that's what really... Player retention is going to be the focus there. Yeah, to recap, the medallion system, when you lose an Iron Banner, this wasn't in the very first Iron Banner. I think medallions came in in the second Iron Banner. Mm-hmm. When you would lose, you wouldn't earn any Iron Banner reps, so people just quit out of the first event. If it looked like they were going to lose, why would I stick around? So people just left. What they did is the medallion, when you lose a game, you earn a medallion, and that medallion can be redeemed for almost the same amount of rep as a win, but you actually have to win to redeem that medallion, and they can stack up to five times. So let's say you lose five games in a row, but the sixth game you win, you're going to get almost five games worth of winning rep almost, from those medallions, and then the additional rep of winning that sixth game. It's a great idea, and it makes me feel a little bit better about losing Iron Banner matches. Simple, yet it worked. Very effective, I think. Yeah, because you know you're eventually going to cash them in. Mm-hmm. Before we move out of the news into It Came From Twitter, I want to bring up Gamescom, which is going to be coming up August 17th through the 21st, which is basically a month from when this show is going live. Do you think they're going to be dropping bombshells there? In the past, we have seen Destiny with a presence at Gamescom. I would hope so. Um, Typically, by the time Gamescom hits, we've learned more about the next expansion, and it's playable at Gamescom. Is that right? Am I? Oh, I I don't remember last year. I'm pretty tired today, so I know there was something there. Well... (laughs) Yeah, it was something there, some type of Destiny presence, like you said. This next stream coming up this week is going to set the ball in motion. You know, we don't have a schedule. We just have the one stream planned. So I really hope we're going to see some more things in the next coming weeks before Gamescom. But if we don't, I would expect a trailer, at least at Gamescom, of Rise of Iron, and not the one we've already seen. 
Oh, I remember. I remember what it was um, because I called you and I freaked out. Uh, the video leaked online. They showed footage of the very first mission from the Taken King. They talked a oh, bunch right. with IGN about the different features that were happening. They showed off uh, quite a bit of stuff, and, and you're right. It was a few days later that we actually got the video footage of the first level. Uh, we got to see the Stormcaller more in action, and they had Mayhem there playable, I think. So maybe the new Crucible game mode's going to be there. Custom games. <laughs> oh. Watch the internet break. Destiny subreddit down. We see Deej or someone walk on stage, be like, he just picks up the mic, says, custom games added, drops, drops it, and then it. walks off. Yeah. <laughs> Does the loud feedback, and the internet's just like that cat gif where they're smashing the keyboard like, oh, I need ass. It came from Twitter. Starting off, it came from Twitter. We have at Eric DM08. What's up, guys? Thinking about picking up the, quote, the Art of Destiny book. Do either of you have it? If so, thoughts. Thanks. Uh, personally, I don't have it, but I know I have a friend who does, and I've seen it in person. It's awesome. I love it. I do not have it either. Lurker Zero, friend of the show, does, and he loves it, and it's probably a worthwhile pickup. Anything related to Bungie's art is phenomenal, so I don't know. I'm giving it my thumbs up, but neither one of us actually have it. At Bronson Sky 831, me and my wife rocking the DTS merchandise thanks to Crazy Diddy's Tower Shop. And it's a picture of them wearing the <laughs> DTS t-shirts. And this was super cool. So thank you. Like, it was really awesome to get to see that. So much, much appreciated, you guys. Thanks for being listeners. We have at EricDM08 again saying, just started playing Destiny again after almost a year away. How do I link up with the DTS community to help with gear and XP? Thanks. Well, Eric, we have the DTS Discord, discord.me slash show. Type in the chat. There's LFG chats there. You can group up with DTS community members and they will absolutely help you out grind that gear. We also on the Bungie.net clan page. You can also sync up with people there. But uh, I think the Discord is by far the best place to uh, sync up with DTS fans. Yeah, I don't think our people even use the clan page anymore, do they? It's it's basically our Discord. Yeah, for the basically. most part. Yeah. <laughs> At KenTank87, love the show, guys, but I disagree with the subclass ideas. Tanks and healers should be artificial to specific activities. And this is a, a good point that's been brought up. Whenever Diddy and I have got really jazzed on the idea of more defined traditional RPG roles of tank, healer, DPS for Destiny characters, there's always the counter-argument that players like being DPS because it balances well across all activities. The more you specialize things, if you've got a specific tanking class that's required for the raid, it's that much harder for them to balance it in PvP and that much harder for you to put together groups. You know, they've handled it by giving us artifacts in, in the raids. Does that sound right, Diddy? Yeah, I would say so. You know, every time we've talked about this, we are we're always open to the counter argument. You know, we're not set in stone. Yes, these should absolutely be in the game. No, we're open to discussion about those topics. So we always appreciate that kind of feedback. Yeah, and that was mainly just me complaining about the fact that Titans are so freaking fast right now. <laughs> that was mainly the reason I brought it up. <laughs> we have at three mu or three m three w. He's got two. 
Hey, this is, uh, is a question regarding your faction PvP slash PvE event. How would the factions work if all my tunes aligned all three? Like, would my Titan have to swap to that faction involved uh, involved for the week? Or could I play both sides? Titan, New Monarchy, Hunter, Dead Orbit. Hmm. So, so he's saying, like, if all of his tunes are New Monarchy, if there's a faction event without New Monarchy, would he have to swap or what? I think in our pitched idea of doing a faction PvP tournament thing, all three would be involved. Like, it would just be one yeah. giant smorgasbord leaderboard at the end or some kind of multi-team playlist where you would have three teams fighting against one another. That might actually be the easiest way to do it, don't you think? Like, some kind of multi-team thing? Yeah, and that was a comment on the YouTube version of Destiny Show last week from HeartGold57 on the Faction Wars topic. I already thought about this before. Um, introduce a special multi-team game mode, 3v3v3. On the select few maps, have faction gear drop from the event of your faction, and exclusive event bounties and quests that can be accessed by your faction representative. Maybe faction exotics can drop. I've already thought of them. You know, Future War Cult, New Monarchy, Dead Orbit, Weapons, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Just a, a PvP event, multi-team style. You have a faction of New Monarchy, a fire team of New Monarchy, fire team of New Dead Orbit, fire team of Future War Cult, just all against each other in a battle of chaos. I would love that. That would be so awesome. Yep. Make it happen, Bungie. Thanks, guys, to your tweets. If you have questions or feedback from us, we always love to hear from you. So tweet us at Destiny the Show on Twitter. You can also follow that to stay up to date with all of our postings and good stuff on the Discord announcements. That's going to do it for today's show. You know, next week, be hanging out Wednesday for that good old Cosmodrome, the new Cosmodrome stream. I'm sure we're going to have plenty to talk about next week regarding that. And hopefully, Diddy, there's some bombshells dropped. I'm doubting it, but I'm going to have... A little bit of faith. little bit of faith. Where can people find I'm your optimistic. content? I'm optimistic. <laughs> Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y DTS, and Discord.me slash Destiny the Show. And you can follow me at BBK Dragoon on Twitter and YouTube. You can check our website out, DestinyTheShow.com, for all the links from today and more. Check out our friends over at DestinyTracker.com, the best place to track your stats in the Destiny universe. And again, you can follow us on Twitter at DestinyTheShow. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week, and tune in Wednesday. Yeah, yeah.